So I recently came across an article called The 7 Worst Gym Machines Your Workout Does Not Need. And these articles are named like that for a reason, right? They want to get your clicks. They want you to search for the things that you absolutely do not need and want to kind of trigger you to a degree. And that's exactly what they've succeeded with doing for many, many people, including myself, because of course I clicked this link because I was curious about what it said. So I went through this article and what it unfortunately reminded me of is sometimes how close-minded we can be as an industry. When I come across articles or influencers, for example, that are preaching about all the things that you shouldn't do and never really give you any advice on what you should do, I feel that these are not valuable whatsoever and maybe more unhelpful than they are helpful. Yes, you've got this great list of things that you shouldn't do, but it's not very empowering. And what I would prefer is not seven things that you shouldn't do, but seven things that you could do. And by virtue of focusing on the things that you can do, you would actually then eliminate some of these things as well. But I digress, getting back onto this article, it went through these seven different machines and we're gonna run through each and every single one of them. So the first is the leg press. The second is a dip machine. The third is an ab rotation machine. The fourth is a preacher curl machine. The fifth is the Smith machine. And the sixth is a chest press machine. And the final and the seventh is a sit up machine. And if you are anything like me and you've been in the gym for a few times, there is almost 99% chance that you've used one of these machines. And if you have used one of these machines or you've seen them in your program, you're probably kind of freaking out now and thinking, well, what am I supposed to do instead? I really like going on the leg press. I really enjoyed the chest press machine. My gym only has a Smith machine. What am I possibly supposed to do? And this is the reason why I don't like this article because it doesn't offer nuance. Yes, it gave a few alternatives of what you could do and that is amazing. However, there are so many people who go in gyms that aren't aren't super, super well equipped. And maybe they feel comfortable on going to the leg press versus the hack squat machine, which they suggested as an alternative. Or maybe they just really enjoy the leg press and get a kick out of going on it and just seeing how much they can lift. They do it in a safe and an effective way. So after that, you've got to start asking yourself the question, well, what's actually wrong with these things? I would completely understand if they said something along the lines of standing one leg on a half bosu ball doing squats. I completely get that. But these things are not super ridiculous. They're the machines that you're going to see in a lot of commercial gyms. And the reason I'm talking about this article today is because I don't need to see another article that's similar or even this one or a podcast where it suggests things that you absolutely should not do and then be completely in fear about what you can do instead. I want you to listen to these things and apply a good amount of critical thinking and ask yourself, is there anything super wrong with this? Like I said, if it's the half Bosu ball single leg squat, what, then yes, of course, you may fall flat on your face and it's not going to be very pretty if you are holding a barbell on your back. But a leg press, absolutely not going to do you too much harm as long as you do it in a safe and effective way. Nor is the chest press machine, nor is the Smith machine. And if you are limited to the machines that you can use in your gym as well, because you're in a smaller gym or an apartment-based gym as well, I do not want you fearing using these things and leaving yourself with even less equipment to use. I want you to maybe read through and listen to those things if they catch your attention but then apply your own critical thinking. One person put on a post of mine recently, I was doing a deadlift on a Smith machine and they said something along the lines of, uh, how ridiculous that you're doing a deadlift on a Smith machine. That's not a smart strategy for September. It was something in relation to the post that I put. And that comment is exactly the same issue as these type of articles and podcasts. They didn't know that the Smith machine was realistically the only piece of equipment where I could apply enough load to make a deadlift a 
effective. And therefore, that's what I use. And guess what? The Smith machine has helped me immensely in these past three months where I've been using that apartment gym. And if I didn't have that Smith machine, my results would not be as good as they have been. And that's the point. It misses the context. That Smith machine is one of the most, if not the most valuable piece of equipment in that gym. And I've utilized it to great advantage. However, maybe if I was a newer lifter or someone who wasn't a trainer, I might have got a little bit shy about that comment and stopped using that Smith machine. And that is the issue. I think it's very disempowering when we talk about all these things that people should not do. And it misses out on a great deal of context as well. Maybe you're using the leg press because of right now you're struggling with an injury and that's a much more safe and effective thing for you to use. Maybe you're new to going to the gym and you feel just that little bit more comfortable going on the chest press machine versus going into the weight section and using the dumbbells. And there is nothing wrong with that. You can use all seven of these pieces of equipment and have a really effective workout. Or even if you've seen some Instagram posts about X, Y, or Z or what you shouldn't be doing, read it or listen to it if it catches your attention do your own research, but don't run in the opposite direction straight away. Apply your own critical thinking first, see if it suits you and the way that you're doing things, and make sure that if they are giving advice, they are giving you multiple alternatives instead. So team, I hope that helps, and I hope that if you've come across anything like this recently, you're able to go away empowered and not just believing everything that you read. And on that note, if you do come across any articles or podcasts like this one and want to ask me a question personally, feel free to join our Facebook community group called Fitness Made Simple. And if you drop a comment in that group with the link to the podcast or the article, I can go through it, review it for you and give you my thoughts and my opinions on that and what might be a better alternative if we find out that that's not the best thing to do. So I'll look forward to seeing you there. The link to sign up is in the description below and you can always feel free to ask me any questions health and fitness related or anything related to the podcast as well. So team, that is everything from me. I hope this helped. Take care and I'll speak to you all very very soon and that was the simply fit podcast i hope you gained a huge amount of value from today's episode i feel inspired to improve your health and well-being be sure to search for simply fit in apple podcasts google podcasts and spotify or anywhere else you get your podcast from and go ahead and subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes also if you like the episode please don't forget to give it a five-star rating i'd love to hear your feedback or any questions you have to reach out to me on social media, you'll find me on Facebook and Instagram at Elliot Hassoun. Thank you so much for listening, and I look forward to talking with you all on the next one.